Hey everybody, Max Kevin here. It's the Luke Podcast. Not too long. Uh, did you guys watch UFC? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's what I kept saying. That's what I kept saying when, uh, when, uh, when, uh, Leon Edwards knocked out Kamaru Juice, man. I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't believe it. I can't believe he knocked him out. It was less than one minute left in the five-round fight. He, he was losing the fight. He knocked him out. Womp, kick, gaboosh. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. It's Camaro Juzman. He's on the floor. He's looking at the stars. He's not even... Oh, my God. He knocked him out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I couldn't believe it, man. I don't, I don't think anybody could believe it, man. It shocked the world there. Holy guacamole, dude. Holy guacamole. Of course, he had, that first round was pretty good, too, you know? Yeah, Kamara Usman, before this fight, he had never been taken down in the UFC. He gets taken down in the first round there. Oopsies. He loses that record. But then he comes back, you know? He's dominating. Round two, round three, round four, even round five, he's dominating. It's like, all right, well. All right, well, this is over. This is over sixth title defense for Kamara Usman over here. Pound for pound, best spotter in the UFC. And only one minute left out on my maybe... I'll get another drink, get some more nachos. There's a good caboose. Oh my god. Oh my god. Leon Edwards just won. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, my lady friend's like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you, what about, how about I do? And I'm like, you don't understand. You don't understand. Leon Edwards, he just knocked out Kamara Juice. No one thought he could do it. And he did. Oh my, oh my god. It's Kamara. It's Kamara, man. He's just getting better and better. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, that was a pretty, uh, pretty exciting moment there. Sure put some money on Leon Edwards. Damn. He was he was three to one underdog there. Uh, then of course we had uh, we had the battle battle of the beauty boys, the battle of the pretty boys, the battle of the good looking men. You know. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, Luke Rockle did pretty good. You know, he just uh, he was just too tired. You know, I don't know, he was just too old or like the altitude was getting to him. He just had no energy there. But uh, you know, it, he kind of showed how much of better martial art. Like I think five years ago, if he was a young, if he was still a young rap scallion, he's the same age. I think he easily would have beaten uh, Paulo Costa, who just doesn't. I don't know, man. He just doesn't. Uh, he doesn't improve his martial arts. You know, he's just not a martial artist. You know, he's just a, he's just a good-looking Brazilian boy that has straight sex with many women's. All right, you know, he uh, <laughs> he needs to stop having so much straight sex. And start training his martial arts, you know. But uh, did you guys see at the end there, the end of the fight there, Luke Rockhold's all bleeding, and he's just laying on top of him. He just starts spread, he spreads his blood all over his face there, like in like in Fight Club. He's like, "Come on, Lou, we really like this place. You don't know where I've been, Lou. Oh god, you know." And it's like, "Whoa, dude, Luke, what are you doing, man? You going full Tyler Durden there, dude? You're going a little crazy there." Uh, that was pretty gross, huh? That was pretty gross. Good thing. I, I hope they, uh, do they test these guys for, like, herpes and shit? Or, like, hepatitis C or whatever? I mean, if, if Luke Rockhold, you know, I mean, Paulo Costa talks about all the straight sex he has with women's. And, uh, I don't, I'm sure Luke Rockhold is also having straight sex with women's. Uh, I mean, do they check these guys for diseases before they fight? I mean, they have to, right? I mean, you can't have AIDS, right? I don't know. Anyway, Luke Rockhold gave Paulo Costa hepatitis C and, uh, maybe some, uh, you know, some warts. Uh, get that HPV vaccine, everybody. Of course, uh, then we had uh, then we had uh, 
Jose Aldo, lost me 20 bucks, you son of a bitch. I called you the greatest fighter of all time in my last podcast. And you lost me 20 bucks. You know, Merab Devalishvili, he just pins you against the cage. And you're just like, oh, well, hell, I'm pinned against the cage. Guess I better do nothing. You know? <laughs> like, there's that, there's, that shot, there's that shot there. He's, like, pinned up against the cage. And he's, like, looking around. He's like, look, he's like looking at his coaches and he's like putting his hands up in the air. Like he doesn't know what to do. He's like, oh, this, he's just, he's not, this guy's not fighting. It's like, well, dude, just punch him in the liver or something. Both your hands are free. Just start, just fucking do something. Don't just stand there, you know? My 20 bucks is on the line here. Oh, fucking bullshit, dude. You know, I guess Aldo too. He, uh, he had like no energy too. I don't know. Maybe the altitude was messing with him. I don't know. He's an old man, but uh, Merab Devalishvili just out-cardioed him, out-wrestled him. Which was a disappointment. Because uh, I lost my 20 bucks. Fucking bullshit, dude. Fucking bullshit. Ah. Ah. Oh, anyway. Uh, I guess that's it for Fight Talk. I'm trying to think of what else is going on here. You know? House of the Dragon came out, dude. You guys watch that? House of the Dragon? I haven't watched it yet. I, uh, I'm i going to watch it, but I haven't watched it yet. You know. Uh, there's dragons. Penises. Tits, asses, full bush, dragons. I mean, they better show it one of those dragons' penises this time, you know? We went that whole eight seasons of Game of Thrones with no no dragon penis. We better see some dragon penis in this show, or I'm I'm uh, unsubscribing to HBO. Give me that goddamn dragon penis, all right? You want people to pay? You want people to stop pirating your shows? Start paying HBO for money? Give us some of that dragon penis. Give the people what they want, all right? I want to see the dragons fucking, all right? We see all these dragon eggs everywhere, but how do they make those eggs, huh? Who, How do they fertilize the eggs? I want to see some hot dragon-on-dragon dragon sex. They're breathing fire, you know? Um, I don't think I don't think they're going to show that in the show, to be honest, you know? Uh, that's a mistake, in my opinion. Uh, of course, I'm watching, I've been watching this other show uh, recently, uh, Yellowstone. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm watching the first season. It's the first time I've seen it. Uh, it's in, I think three seasons are already finished and they had a prequel season already too like 1883 or something like that I think it's called so it's like they've already done four seasons but I'm just watching the first one here you know, I heard it was really good Kevin Costner did you guys see Dances with Wolves you guys see Robin Hood Prince of Thieves you guys see Tin Cup fucking Kevin Costner dude he won an Oscar I think Maybe for Dances with Wolves. Did he, I can't remember exactly if it was for directing or writing or acting. Did he he wrote and directed and acted in that? Well, that's a lot. That's a lot of work, man. Kevin Costner does a lot of work. You know, he's got this Montana accent in this one, which it's a lot better than his British accent. You know, in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, he was trying to do that British accent for the first half of the movie, and then the second half, he's just like, oh fuck it, I can't do the accent. All right. Even though I won an Oscar, I can't do a goddamn British accent. All right, I'm goddamn Robin Hood. And uh, so he made this new new TV show called uh, Yellowstone. There, it's like Game of Thrones. It's like Game of Thrones, but it's in the it's in, it's in the cowboy Montana. It's in cow, Montana cowboys, you know. And he's got he's got four kids. He's got four kids. One of them's a lawyer. One of them's a Jewish lawyer. The other one's a a crazy a crazy bitch girl, a crazy drug addict bitch girl. One of them's a his his pride and joy cowboy son who dies in the first episode oopsie spoiler alert and the other ones his other cowboy son who who he doesn't have a good relationship with but the other because the cowboy son he married an indian girl 
and Kevin Costner's white guy, and this is a race war. It's Indians versus white people, and his youngest son married a fucking hot-ass Indian girl. She's, I don't know if she's actually Indian, but she's fucking hot, and uh, I would have married her too. I don't care about her race. Uh, yeah, so this, uh, this show is kind of, uh, it's all right. There's kind of really a lot of unrealistic things happen, just like, like to create drama, you know. Like I don't, like the statistical probability of all of these things happening in this first season are like incredibly, uh, just, it just it's it, it's impossible. Man. I should buy a lottery ticket, you know. Like for example, the the one dude, he's driving with his Indian wife. They're just driving around, driving around, driving around, on the on the Indian plot there, and he's about to tell her, he's about to tell her that I killed your I killed your brother. Because he killed my brother, so I killed him, and he was your brother. Our brothers are fighting. It's like Romeo and Juliet. I'm I'm a Montague, and you're a... I, I forget the other name. But your brother killed my brother, and so then I killed him because I had to avenge my brother, and he was going to shoot me too, even though I'm married to you. And I don't know why he killed my brother. Well, that wasn't very nice of him. Uh, so yeah, he, he's in the car, you know? She's like, my brother died, and you were there, and you had to tell me the truth of what happened. He's like, all right, baby. I'll tell you the truth, and driving around, and then this trailer, they're driving next to this trailer home, and it just fucking explodes, you know? It's like a meth lab. It just fucking explodes, like, right next to their car. Doesn't even shatter their windows or anything, even though they're, like, ten feet away from this exploding meth lab. Uh, it's like, oh, oh, oh God, and, uh, and I guess they just forgot the conversation they were having, and they never bring it up again. Uh, that was, like, episode three, and now I'm, like, on episode seven and they still haven't brought up that conversation because i guess that meth lab exploded and she just forgot about it you know just like oh well meth lab exploded i don't care who killed my brother now um but that was that was pretty convenient i mean i mean how often can you be driving next to a meth lab and it explodes like right when they're like there's no one else on the road i mean i mean i I understand maybe you could see an exploding meth lab but it'd be like off in the distance or something like right when you're driving by it i mean that's pretty that's pretty low statistical chance right that's a pretty low statistical chance, right? Okay, so then uh, next episode, right? Same dude. Same dude who just uh, drove by an exploding meth lab, right? He's uh, driving around Montana, driving around, driving around with his son, and he sees this, like, this uh, white truck, this white truck off in the distance there. He's like, he's like, hold on, son, let me check this out. And apparently it's some dudes that kidnapped, it's some dudes that kidnapped an Indian girl and, like, raped her or whatever, you know? And, uh... And so he, like, shoots them and saves the girl and stuff. But it's like, hey, what the hell? How is this fucking, like, the day before you, you were driving by an exploding meth lab? And, like, the next day you're, you're just driving by a, a, a van with, uh, with kidnappers in it? Like, why were they even parked by the side of the road? That doesn't make any sense. If they kidnapped this girl, why would they park their van there? Or like, I mean, if, if they want to rape her in the van, they'd probably just park it, like, in a garage or something, you know? So no one could see them. I don't understand. That didn't make any sense, you know? And then, like, two episodes later, two episodes later, the, his his hot wife, she's, like, going to her job at her at her middle school there. Like, there's a fight. She, like, goes to stop the fight, and the middle school kid punches her, and she falls and hits her head, right, and starts bleeding. She gets knocked out. She gets knocked out like Kamaro Juzman, worse than Kamaro Juzman, because she's bleeding. She's hemorrhaging, you know? She fell on the concrete there, you know? And, I mean, what are the chances? <laughs> what... What are the chances that you one day you drive next to an exploding meth lab, next day your husband finds a, a a kidnapped girl, next day you get punched by a junior high school kid and, and and hit your ground, hit your head on the ground, and you start and you're hemorrhaging, right? 
and they call him up and like he go he goes to the school to check on his wife you know and they're like wrapping bandages around her head you know i mean she got knocked the fuck out and she was bleeding from her head and they're wrapping bandages around her and they're like yeah she's okay if say if it gets any worse maybe take her to the hospital it's like what do you mean what do you mean if it gets worse maybe take her to the hospital she was, she was knocked, if, I mean, if you're knocked out for more than 10 seconds, something's seriously wrong. I mean, if she's ble- you see the pile of blood? I, I, all you did, you just wrapped it with a bandage, that's it? You can get an MRI on this girl. She's got, she's got a fucking cranial fracture. She's got internal bleeding in her brain, you know? You just, you're just like, go home and rest? That's all you do? You don't take her to the hospital? You just take her to the school nurse? And then, then at the end of the episode, she's like, she's like walking outside. She's like, ah, oh, my head hurts. And she falls down. Well, of course! Of course, she, she was like, oh, my head hurts. I felt, of course, you didn't take her to the hospital, you idiot. She had a fucking skull fracture, goddamn blood all over the floor. All right? She, no wonder. No wonder. I hope she dies on the next episode. Anyway, uh. So, yeah, Kevin Costner. I think he wrote, in, uh, I think, uh, Kevin Costner, if you're listening, you should probably hire me to, uh, to, uh, you know, supervise your scripts or whatever, because, uh, I don't know, a lot of the stuff that happens in this show is just statistically unlikely. And, uh, you know, some of the characters are just dumb, you know? Like, why didn't they take that chick to the hospital? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I did, a, I applied uh, for a writing job at this video game company, and they decided not to interview me. It's like, well, what the hell, man? What, you, you hire Kevin Costner, huh? I bet you'd hire Kevin Costner, huh? Well, well, guess what? The scripts I write, they don't have fucking meth labs exploding and little girls hitting their head on the floor and then not going to the hospital, all right? You know, anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.